0: Back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fichels, and this is the official last episode of 2022. I cannot believe it. What a beautifully chaotic year this has been. Hellish at times, but we made it. We persevered. We are here, and we are now ready for a whole another round. <laughs> 2023, we are coming for you. I wanted this episode to be a realistic year in review because not going to lie, watching all of the TikTok and Instagram reviews and reels and just compilations of people's years has been making me feel a little a little wishy-washy, a little sad at times just because I think I was comp- getting stuck in the comparison trap of what they had had for their year versus what I had had, but not even like the difference there, but more so Because honestly, this year was nothing like I expected it to be. And I'm sure, I assume 80, 90% of you can agree to that, right? I know I personally went into 2022 with almost a naive perspective and these high, high expectations. Oh my God. Sorry. Oh, Pip, are you okay? God damn it. I lit a candle to make like a cozy vibe while I was recording and my cat jumped up on my desk, like right into the candle and was just standing there as the flame was like going towards her fur. I think she's fine. A little singed fur never hurt nobody. Ooh, okay. Well, yeah, there we go. Back, back, back to the episode. Sorry for the interruption there. Where was I going? Uh, high expectations. Oh, okay. Yeah. 2022, <laughs> I I wanted so much for this year, but I didn't realize it at the time, and it hasn't been until now, 12 months later, that I realized I wanted so much, and yet I wasn't actually willing or committed or dedicated to show up for it, to change for it, and to actually make all of that happen. I thought I knew what I wanted. I thought I knew what was right for my path and that year, and it just, instead, I was broken down to my lowest point in years, and it was that, however, that did inspire me to finally, finally take ownership of my inner shit show and do the work to change so that I can stand here now, December 2022, feeling as though I am an entirely new person Feeling as though I have shed this skin, this heavy weight, this burden, this dark energy that has been looming over me for literal years and years. I feel as though I'm finally truly seeing the light again, so to speak. And that my soul has just reconnected to my body. And maybe that sounds a little out there, a little woo-woo for some of you. But let me tell you what. Once you experience it, you understand. (laughs) And I just, the best way I actually thought of this the other day to describe the sensation is that it feels as though 2022 burned me into the fucking ground so that I could rise from the ashes and come back better than ever before. Granted, I still have a ton of issues. I'm still struggling Things are still a shit show at times, but I have come to life in this new way with a new perspective on everything, on all of it. And so before where I, for the past, what, 10 10 years of my life story, I have been kind of stuck in these cycles and patterns and just storylines of what my life was and what my life is and what it would be and I still had struggles and issues and all of it but I just I couldn't find my way out of it I would find temporary relief temporary reprieve but then eventually just get sucked back into it it would morph in a new way and this year I feel like it was really the accumulation of all of those things to an extreme and That's what then pushed me over the edge into the ground, burned me into the ground, whatever metaphorical saying you want to say there, so that I could quite literally break free of it and not just be all rainbow and sunshines. I'm a hippy-dippy spiritual woo-woo now that's like, life is so good, there's nothing to worry about. No, 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 no. There's going to be highs and lows and everything in between. But I'm just saying I truly feel as though I've found this new perspective, this new viewpoint of my life and life in general that I just am so grateful for and I'm so passionate about and I want to find a way to share that more with you all and with my community and share that process but I feel like it's still so new and so fresh to me it's really been in the past three months that I've felt this insane shifting happen this like evolution and there's a lot of stuff that led up to that that I could share about that in a bit as well but i just i still feel like i'm in the midst of it and so i don't quite know how to share it and make it make sense (laughs) um and so hopefully as we move into another year i might take some time away from the podcast i might take some weeks to really turn inward listen to my intuition listen to my soul speak and just find a way to share in this new authentic version of me I've been struggling the past few weeks with sharing on Instagram, not even trying with TikTok, trying, like, struggling with a podcast even, and not for lack of passion. Like, the passion is still there. Timber, stop it, out. Timber's trying to steal the cat food. The passion is still there, and the purpose is still there, but I just think that things have shifted enough that I need to give myself time to almost reboot You know, take time away, break the old cycles and habits of how I used to create content and how I used to share so that I can find my new way that feels authentic and feels the most helpful and warranted to you all. Because as I've realized in the last few days especially is that when I started this all four years ago, the podcast, Instagram, connecting with you all, creating community, doing what I do now. I started by sharing my story because I didn't I didn't know you know I was in the midst of recovering from an eating disorder health issues grief leaving college like all these life transitions depression all the things and I didn't have like too much advice to give out you know I hadn't lived it to then share I was living it and I was sharing as I was living and so for me sharing was always about sharing my story in my experiences, in the hope that they would resonate and make you feel less alone. And I think I did do that. You know, I, s- I built an amazing community. I've had great results from you all, or not results, uh, great feedback and commentary and connections with you all. And so I think it really did do what it was supposed to do in helping people and in helping me, right? And keeping me going, knowing that you all were moving through this with me and here to show up and listen really helped me keep going as well. And I felt like I owed it to not only myself, but to the community to keep going the step in recovery, keep doing this, whatever it be. But I'm now at this place where that story, that storyline has, I don't know if it's ended, but I'm in a new book. <laughs> it's not that I started a new chapter, whatever. Like me now, starting in September of 2022. I started like a whole new fucking book and this is just the beginning and I'm not sure as I said before how I want to necessarily share that how's the most beneficial to not only me but most importantly to you all that are part of this community and I think that the shift coming on will be less about sharing like my distinct story and more about sharing the experience of it the lessons learned the wisdom I find the people I connect with the voices I want to bring on to share with you all the topics I'm interested in and that I think could like benefit everyone like I just I don't know how the shift will happen when it comes to my content but I do feel deep in my bones like a shift is necessary and I tried to do that last summer with rebranding the podcast and it was a definite help And this current stage of the podcast, I'm trying, the branding, all of it feels much more aligned, but there's still more internal shifting to do. There's still the internal reboot that's needed. And so as this episode, I as of recording this episode, Monday, December 26th, I truly don't know I might keep with the podcast and nothing will change. I might take a week off, two weeks off, all of January off. I don't know. I know there's definite things I want to do with it and it's not going away forever, but I definitely need the time and the space to recreate or to learn to create and share in a way that feels authentic to where my life, my purpose, my passion is shifting towards. And yeah, ultimately I just want to create the best experience possible for you all and I want to make sure that I'm being very intentional with that So it's for you, I promise it'll be back, or it'll never go at all, who the fuck knows, but yeah, that's that. (laughs) And so, all that being said, was not expecting to go that deep, but here we are. Uh, I did make an entire sort of like breakdown of the 12 months of this year, and what happened during them and the lessons I learned and I was going to walk through it and share it all and then I realized I don't think I need to do that I think there are some things that I just don't need to share (laughs) and I also think that there are ways to share and get the message across without going into every little detail of my life and without just telling my story and that's part of this entire evolution I'm trying to make, right? But I did want to share a little bit about what this past year brought into my life because I do still feel adamant about the fact that I don't want anyone feeling as though their 2022, their year was a waste or a failure or an utter shit show. Like, even if it feels that way, I guarantee you there were moments and glimmers of, beauty, and love, and joy, and lessons learned, and I just, I really want us to be able to, like, dig deep and find those, too, because while it's important to acknowledge the entire spectrum of emotions and experiences, I do think that we as humans, I think it's probably been proven, there's some study, I'm sure, that we tend to focus on, and sometimes obsess over, and only see the not-so-great, right? The hard, the dark, the this fucking sucks moments. And granted, when I wrote out my year in review, I read through it and was like, this is really fucking depressing. Yes, it was actually like one of the worst years of my life. But also, like, I didn't highlight and I didn't talk about any of the good. And I think it's, you know, it was hard because the good was very minuscule for me this year. But it was still there and it was almost even more beautiful for me like thinking back because I spent so much of this past year in an insanely depressed state that I remember when I got this like one week of freedom from my mind and my mind and my body were cooperating and I felt good and I felt alive and present, I felt high as a fucking kite. I wasn't on substances, but I was naturally high on life because of, you know, say I was in this really bad state for three, four weeks of the month, which oftentimes would happen. I would get this one week of utter beauty and joy in life and I would feel so alive and I would get things done and it's, I don't know, right? Like those times deserve to be acknowledged too. And so whatever, what I'm trying to say by this is that I really urge you to take time to reflect on your year. And I was really inspired to do this by my mentor and friend and coworker, Jenny Adishian. She's an amazing manifestation, mental wellness women's coach. And she did this beautiful ceremony to reflect on 2022, release it and make space for 2023. And while I didn't do the workshop yet myself, (laughs) I need to make time for it. I was trying to kind of do my own year interview for this podcast and while i'm not going to share it all because i've decided that's not the route anymore it was so cathartic and therapeutic and just releasing to type out all this shit and look at it all and be like wow i did that i survived right and even if you know you might be listening be like well Yeah, but now you're happy. Yes, yeah, now I'm happy. (laughs) I got to kind of enjoy my last three months of the year, primarily mental, like, health, okay. But even if you're in a state now where you're still feeling fucking horrible and your year never once turned around, whatever it is, to still take time and reflect on the last 12 months is going to be so beneficial because no matter what, It's going to let you release it, bring it up, acknowledge it, and hopefully try to move on. Not move on, I guess, but work through it and keep on living. Keep on going. Because whether you, if you're able to talk about it, if you're able to write about it, if you're able to go to a breathwork class or whatever it is, like just finding any way to release everything that happened to you and for you and around you in this past year is going to be so beneficial for you, for your mind, your body, your spirit, your energy. It's going to help just set yourself up for a new year and a a fresh start. And it doesn't mean that everything's going to change the moment it's December 31st into January 1st. We all know that's ridiculous and it's just another shift in the time zone not time zone but you get what I mean <laughs> is time even a, time's just a concept etc all that but I just think it's a really neat ritual routine something you can do as sort of like a marker and ceremony of like closing this chapter and starting another or ending this book and starting an entirely new book whatever way you want to think about it you know and so I truly urge you to do that and it. I mean, just like make a little, make a little thing of it. Pour yourself a cozy drink, light a candle, put on some music or some like sound bowls, like whatever your vibe is, cozy up and just start writing or typing or speaking into your notes app and go January, February, like all the way through and just, I don't know, let it out, let it out and see what happens. It can be a beautifully chaotic time and just really really show you a lot so that being said um yeah i guess i'll share a few little glimmers of what my year did consist of just because once again i want to remind you all that you are not alone even those of us that look like we have our lives together in fact do not nobody has it figured out they might for a season but it will always shift it will always change And that is kind of what 2022 taught me. Um, I went into the month, like I said before, kind of naive, high, high expectations. I was like, this is going to be my year. This is going to be the shit. I'm ready for it. Even though I did nothing to literally set myself up for that. I just had like, like, I don't know. I just not even faith. I didn't even truly believe because like if I had asked my in actual intuition, it I still would have had so many limiting beliefs like that won't happen, whatever. But the year really started off with a bang. Um, on actual, like literal January 1st, Timber, my dog, jumped off the third story balcony. I That was an insanely traumatic event. He survived. He was fine. But for about a week, my nervous system was just shot through the roof because I was like, yeah, just that like glimmer of what could have been death destruction, whatever, really shot me off and set the mood for the rest of the year. I would go on to have a birthday that, you know, just wasn't really what I wanted it to be. I didn't respect my boundaries and I ended up letting myself go into work that day because they quote-unquote needed me. Uh, my best friend was out of town, the other one had moved away earlier in the year And my other close friends were all either working or sick with COVID. And so I was preparing to spend the day alone and trying to like make the most of it. But really feeling like I just wanted to cry every second of the day. Missing my family, missing my home, wondering what the fuck I was doing with my life when, you know, to the point where I didn't have any more friends that I could go to besides these select few. Uh, My work friends did, they were little angels and put together a little like dinner drinks thing, but I just, you know, it helped, but it just really pushed me to see like I had never prioritized my friends and relationships down here in Austin or connection or really ever. And so I sort of set that as a theme without realizing it. And remember like just moving on from that birthday, feeling so depressed, so lonely, so like all out of sorts but thinking deep down like this is the year that I need to work on my relationships and prioritizing the people I love Um, so yeah that sort of like set set the scene I suppose Um, however I then did lose my grandpa in the end of January and he was a lot to me obviously losing someone in your family can be very hard if you have a good connection Um, but it was just really kind of rocked my world in a way that I had not been expecting it was like pretty fucking insane news to find out. Um, so February started with a cold, unexpected trip home to Pennsylvania for very hard few days, would come back from that, be even more depressed, be very dissociated, kind of living mind separate from body, going through the motions, just letting myself dive into work. Um, I did start dating a wonderful guy at the end of February when I was starting to feel a little bit, a little bit better. Um, he was all the green flags. He was amazing. Everybody in my like friend circle, people here absolutely loved him. He was kind of like everything I thought I wanted in a guy. Um, and so I let that continue into March until about like a month and a half, almost two months into being together, whatnot. He asked me to be his girlfriend and I just realized I don't want this. I'm not ready for it. I My life feels like it is falling apart right now. I don't think I can d- handle that and deal with that while also showing up for another. And so I ended that that was a little messy, really made me feel like shit about myself. Um, So that was not fun, but I did what I had to do. Um, During this month, I also had an insanely horrendous experience at the OBGYN. Um, It wasn't their fault. It wasn't my fault, obviously. Um, It was just an experience and something that led me to start remembering and uncovering some situations in which I hadn't wanted things to happen, and yet I let them happen. Times in which my body had felt violated, and yet I kept my mouth shut. And times in which all of me was screaming no internally, and yet I told myself, like, to just get through it. And I realized from that appointment and how I reacted during the exam and with some things she said to me that I had some work to do there. And that is what got me looking into somatics and the emotional body of health. So that was a rough month. (laughs) Um, April, I was starting to realize this would be less of a year of yay and more of a year of embracing the nay, (laughs) so to speak. I was gearing up to enter my internal, based here in Austin, eat, pray, love era, so to speak um while also being in a major fuck it mentality mentality like it was a very weird I like one day I was like like life doesn't like think nothing matters like I'm just living life and the next day I'd be like existential existential dread uh so I decided to book a spontaneous trip to Cali as one does travel helps everything um was a beautiful escape away but definitely made me face some things got some tattoos as one always does when they're going through hard times Um, but by the end of April, it was getting worse and worse, was having thoughts of, do I even want to bother with living? Like, why do I, why do I try? Is this life worth it? Um, I'd be walking timber early in the morning before work, like 5.30, 6am, walking in the dark, all alone, crying, feet shuffling beneath me feeling so utterly hopeless and useless and unloved and unwanted. It felt like everything was against me. I was a waste of space. I just didn't want to do life. And I had similar days and episodes to this throughout April um, into May. And that was scary, you know? I kind of felt and knew that things were getting out of hand at this point, but I just didn't see any sort of resolution or hope in sight. And so May was a time for really just honestly feeling stuck in that darkness. Um, The beginning of spring was like a lot of, like brought me some rejuvenation and had some hopes come up and then I'd have a bad day and I'd go back and forth. Um, But it was the first time around the end of the month that I decided to share openly with a friend and then my therapist and then with you all on Instagram that I had been having those thoughts and those struggles and it wasn't because I wanted people worrying about me or any of that because I know ultimately like I'm the only one that can take care of like I'm the only one in this time that could really fix these problems right like I needed to do the inward work but I wanted to have the accountability of wow everybody in my life knows I'm struggling with this so I best as hell do the work to feel better and actually change because they're going to be watching me <laughs> and they're not going to let this slide. You know, nobody wants to lose me. Nobody wants to see me suffer and struggle. And so it was a great accountability. Um, I really knew I, it was less about like, cause even in the times when I didn't want to do the work for me, I was like, okay, well I have all these people that are now watching and really like rooting for me. And I don't know if I described that the best way, but I had I had my meanings for it. Um, yeah, so that was that. <laughs> so then moving into June, July, August, the summer, um there were a lot of little things that, that popped up, but I was doing a lot more work towards kind of helping my mental health. I came out as bisexual. Well, I finally accepted it for myself. <laughs> um, Timber had some health problems. That was anxiety inducing and so much money and had me spiraling. Um, I took in a foster dog, which you probably all remember, and that just literally sent my cortisol through the fucking roof. I was so stressed. I was starting to kind of like hate life again because while I loved him, loved him so, so much, it was so much. Um, Three cats, my own dog, plus a foster dog in my apartment while working full time on the third floor, trying to puppy train, trying to keep him from chewing, destruction, like it was madness and Yeah. So that was that. (laughs) Um, I did have a trip in July to Colorado, and it was the first time I tried microdosing, which would be a big part in the next few months to follow of the evolution and shift that I really started to see. And then the absolute rock bottom, the thing that set me up for everything to follow and where I'm at now speaking from was in August. Some of you might remember (laughs) from the insane photo videos that I took. I had sinus surgery and had to get work done to fix my deviated septum. It turned into be a much bigger production than I thought it would be. And the recovery and aftermath of the surgery was one of the worst weeks of my life. Besides the week of losing my mom and stuff like that, I was in... 24-7 pain, I couldn't breathe, my face was swollen beyond recognition, I had raging full-body dysmorphia, no, I couldn't eat, I could hardly eat, I could hardly drink, I was constipated as fuck, I could, I couldn't even walk, it was, like, sometimes I couldn't stand, so it was, everything was taken from me, I was all alone, and I couldn't do, like, anything, I, was in a living hell, a personal hell for me. And once again, I had the thought of why should I even bother with this? And when I had that thought, and I realized I hadn't had that in months, but I had had it again, something in me shook loose. And I thought, fuck this. I have survived too much in life to allow myself to be swallowed in this darkness any longer. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I I said to myself, I am done. By the end of this year, I want to be over this. I want to move on. I want to be a different version of me. I'm sick of this shit. And that was like the catalyst. It was, that was the last of me getting burned to the ground. And it was also the spark of something new of the phoenix rising from the ashes so to speak and so that's what started the craziest months of my life not craziest months of my life but pretty fucking crazy honestly probably pretty much the craziest weeks of my le- months of my life because for september october november and now december of this year i feel like i have had an electrical current moving through my body like a spiritual awakening, like nothing else. And I'm not trying to be like egotistical and be like, oh, woe is me, look at me, all this work I'm doing. No, like I'm just being honest. Like this is just what I've been experiencing. This is literally what I've been talking about in therapy. I don't know if my therapist is like into spirituality and woo-woo stuff, I think she might be, but she just nods along and like goes into the convo. But I have been feel like I've just been on this next level and I think it was a combination of doing breath work, earning my certification, really like bringing that into my life, microdosing, prioritizing my mental health. And those things together, I feel like helped kickstart my brain and started rewiring some of these like pathways and things, pathways and all the the ways I needed to break free from the cycles, habits, patterns that I've been stuck in that have kept me caged in for the past 10 plus years. And so I think I really needed these resources to help me rewire and retrain my brain and my nervous system and just my overall energy to think and act and live in new ways. And September was like an amazing month for me. I felt so good, got an aligned job. October was another shit show, but it was a reminder to me that life like even as I was feeling all this like spiritual shifting and energetic shifting and all these things it was the reminder that like life will still have highs and lows I can still feel really low while living a quote-unquote high vibe life (laughs) I can still experience ruts and I can still experience extreme highs and like those things aren't changing about life what's changing is my perspective What's changing is how I react, how I respond, and how I move through it. And so October was a great reminder for that, even if I was like fucking moving through it in that month. November was like half and half. I had some good. I had some real dark shit that I was processing and moving through. But I just kept reminding myself like this is just me rewiring. Like I'm letting this stuff go. I am choosing to react and respond in a new way so that moving forward, it doesn't hurt as much. I I don't spiral as much and it's not as dark, right? It's like a little bit more light each and each time. And then December was just a month of a lot of the puzzle pieces falling into place. Um, Not necessarily in a like, you know, grandiose way of like, oh, I got the job and I got the raise and I got this, this. No, it was actually a lot of letting go. I had hard conversations. I quit my mainstream of income job. I made some other like kind of big decisions in my life and I think it's been the month of like settling those last pieces into place so that I can start 2023 from a grounded centered energetically aligned space and version of me and so I'm not saying that like it's going to be an amazing year it could be another really hard challenging growing year I don't know I truly don't know all I know is that I'm ready for it I finally feel like I have the tools and practices and inner plus outer support needed to weather the storm no matter how long it lasts, no matter how bad it gets. I know I can do it. I know I'll be okay. And that brings me so much peace. I can't even explain how peaceful I have felt the last few days, even in the midst of worrying about not having a job and some health stuff and some family stuff and other life stuff, like the worries come up and I acknowledge them and I use my practices and tools to kind of create a plan or work through them or whatever it be. And then, but throughout it all, I feel peace because I just know. I have this unwavering faith that no matter what things will work out, What's meant to be will be. What I'm calling in will come through at some point or another. Like I just have this deep, deep faith in not only myself, but also like the universe and the world and the people in my life, which is a beautiful thing for me to be able to say because I have not believed in myself like this probably since I was a five-year-old believing that I could, in fact, hang from the monkey bars for long, longer than my brother and not fall and get cut, you know? Like, I haven't had this amount of unwaver- unwavering, like, faith and belief in myself and my life and my my path since I was a child. And you had that innocent, just unwavering faith in yourself and the world. I think it's different now, right? Because I, I don't have that naive, naive nature of a child, I mean, maybe I do, who knows, (laughs) but I still have that faith and the awareness as well needed to know when to shift course or when, when to let go, when to process, whatever it is, right? So I just, I don't know, guys, I just really hope that we can all find this in some way. I know not everybody is probably as spiritual or like into energetics as I am and I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry, actually. This is not the year for apologizing. Um, I hope that you can still resonate with parts of this episode. And I hope that you can still take something away from it. Moving forward, not all episodes go this way. But I'm just really in my zone right now. Really in my zen. (laughs) And so, yeah, it's just part of me shining through, coming through. But my ultimate hope and what I really am sending out to all of you listening is that in this start of a new year we can experience growth and evolution and with that peace in one way or another I'm not I'm not predicting that it'll all be rainbows and sunshines and butterflies but I am just holding faith that we can all find some peace and joy and love no matter like whether it's often or not that often whatever like in whatever ways it comes to, I just really really hope we can all feel a new sense of life in this next year and yeah I think I should end it at that so whew, I'd love to connect if you guys have any thoughts or if your worries or you want to share something that happened to you this year like by all means let's connect I'm on Instagram at Emily Feichels and I wish I could send you all a big virtual hug imagine I am sending you a big virtual hug uh, because we freaking did it we made it through the this year through the highs the lows everything between you did it you make it you made it we are all trying day by day you're trying I'm trying we're all fucking trying and I just have so much love and gratitude for this community so Enjoy the last of your 2022, welcome to 2023, I'll talk to you at some point or another and yeah, that's all for now.